All right, baby, we are live. Divine ones, y'all come on in, come on in. Come on in, come on in, baby. We are live, y'all come on in, come on in. Happy Sunday. Come on in, come on in, baby. Make sure everything good with our sound. So y'all come on in, come on in. All the chosen ones, all the divine ones, come on in, come on in. I just had to come on with y'all today, baby, and give y'all a Sunday message, a Sunday word. Y'all come on in, come on in, come on in. All my divine ones, as y'all come in, baby, I want y'all to share. Make sure you share. Let everybody know that we are live because this was a surprise live. So y'all come on in and share. Call your, your divine ones, baby. Let them know that we live over here. Hey, Tamia lot. how you doing? Happy Sunday. Let me move this mouse because I'm going to keep thinking that's my mouse and it ain't. <laughs> yes, come on in. Come on in. All my divine ones. Tamia lot. thank you so much. Come on in. Come on in, Sandra. Good evening. Good evening, Sandra. How you doing? Hey, Tequila. How you doing, Tequila? Come on in. Come on in. Tyresha Singleton, how you doing? Come on in. Come on in. Glory be to God. Keenly, hey, how you doing? Come on in. Come on in. Happy Sunday. Glory be to God. Latoya, come on in. Come on in. Y'all slide on in this thing. Make sure y'all like the video. Make sure y'all share it with our divine ones. Let them know we are live. Jalen Rose, welcome to the membership. Beautiful. Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> Glory be to God. Y'all come on in. Come on in. Hey, Nakosha, how you doing? Happy Sunday. Glory be to God. Y'all come on in. Y'all put y'all locations in the chat so i can see where y'all tuning in from where you watching from because god said we got divine ones all over the world baby so y'all put y'all locations in the chat so we can see where y'all tuning in from and i can shout y'all out and happy october <laughs> happy october how many divine ones we got up in here got some october birthdays put it in the chat but we get into the word put it in the chat so we can shout out all of our beautiful handsome divine ones that have a birthday that's coming up in october if your husband got a birthday put him in the chat baby so we can shout him out if your wife got a birthday put her in the chat so we can shout her out your mama your grandmama your kids because they divine ones through you they connected to the divine ones movement through you so y'all put it in the chat baby how many october birthdays we got in this thing glory be to god Okay, Sandra watching from Arkansas, Sacramento, California, McDonough, Georgia. Yes, come on in. Utah in this thing. Glory be to God. Put y'all birthdays in the chat, baby, so I can shout y'all out real quick. We got some divine ones that got some October birthdays. Glory be to God. Calvin Sampson, come on in. Come on in. <laughs> Glory be to God. Come on in. Come on in. 
Well, happy birthday, baby, to all our divine ones, all our divine ones that's got October birthdays. And y'all keep in mind, too, this is October 1st. So this is the first day of the last quarter of the year. We are in Q4. OK, so this is the first day of the last quarter of the year. This is the last quarter of the game, baby. So you got to put, you know, you got you got to get it in, got to get it in for that last quarter. Got to drive that thing on home, baby, for the last quarter. Glory be to God. You got October, November, December. What you going to do? <laughs> Barbecue a meal, do October, November, December. Three months can change your life. Three months can change everything for you. You can reinvent yourself in three months. You can reinvent yourself. You can make today day one. I heard somebody say that one time. They said, stop saying one day, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to take care of that. One day, I'm going to live my dream. They say, no, make one day your day one. This day one for you. What you going to do with the last three months? If these was your last three months to live, how would you live these last three months? Come on now. I made a I made a commitment to myself this morning when I woke up in the spirit. Holy Spirit said it's October 1st. He said, what you going to do? You going to barbecue a meal, dude? Come on now. He said, live these three months in this year. Like this, these your last three months to live. What would you do? Where would you go? Who would you be? God says, do that now. This is day one. This is day one. Okay, shout out to your middle son, Kingley. His birthday is October the 16th. Happy early birthday. Okay, October the 4th, Selena and Serenity Life. Happy birthday. Y'all celebrate the whole month of October. Calvin Sampson, October 30th. Yes, happy birthday. Glory be to God. That's it, Nicosia. The game not over till the clock says zero. And the clock is still running. So what you going to do with the rest of this year? What you going to do? Come on now. Kingly say, I'm going to start my blog. That's it, baby. This is day one. This is day one. Get it in for the kingdom of heaven, baby. We in beast mode over here. Come on now. Keeping my head down, being focused, consistent, and disciplined. You done meal dude long enough. That's what I'm talking about, Tamil. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Glory be to God. Tyresha Singleton, happy birthday, October 4th. Yes, yes, glory be to God. We in beast mode. We in beast mode. Somebody put that in the comments right now, baby. Say day one. This is day one for me. This is day one for me. Come on now, Valerie Milner. Welcome to the membership. Y'all put that in the comments, baby. Say this is day one for me. No more talking about one day. <laughs> one day I'm gonna do this. One day I'm gonna do that. One day I'm gonna travel here. One day I'm gonna travel there. Make this day one for you to where you say, this is day one. What do I need to do to come up with a plan? What do I need to do to create a strategy? What's step one? Because this is day one for me. So what's the first thing I need to do? What's the baby step? Remember I told y'all in the last video, something happens when you take the first step. So what is the first step for you? It may look like you going to do some research. You getting a book, you reading a book. You attending a class, you getting an accountability partner, you booking a session with a coach, you having a real conversation with your pastor. What does that look like for you? What does the first step look like for you? And see, a lot of times we mess up because we think that we can get there in one step. We think that we can arrive overnight. 
but somebody put this in the comments, baby, say this is a process. This is a process. Come on now. This is a process. I'm on my feet today, baby, because God by business today, <laughs> the Holy Spirit was on me. So I couldn't sit down on this live, baby. I got my standing desk. I had to lift my standing desk today, baby, so I could walk this thing out. <laughs> I had to get up so I could walk this thing out, baby, because the Holy Spirit ain't playing. He said it's day one. It's day one. You done milled long enough. Get the information so you can create a plan so you can execute. Barbecue a meal do. Come on now. What is it that you want to do? Where is it that you want to go? Who is it that you want to become? What type of person do you want to become? You want a closer relationship with God? You want a deeper connection with God? You got to break that thing down into steps. What is step one? Make today day one, step one. What is it that you're going to do? Because so many times we see how the world moving and how fast paced this world is and how you can go viral overnight and you can become a millionaire overnight. But that ain't how it work in the kingdom of heaven, baby. God got to put you in the slow cooker because if he give you something, even though it's yours and it got your name on it, if he give it to you before time, if he released that thing to you and you have not become the person that can sustain that. Somebody know what I'm talking about. You have not become the person that can maintain that blessing. What was meant to be a blessing end up being a burden. It end up being a burden, baby. Come on now. Bridget, welcome to the membership, baby. We appreciate you so much. Welcome to the family. Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> Glory be to God. That's it, Latoya. This is a process. This is a process. You can't get in no hurry. Let me tell y'all something I found out about this, this walk with God. Y'all got y'all journal? You got your blue ink pen, baby? Get your journal. Get your blue ink pen. Glory be to God. Josh, Josh say, I just got my 90-day Divine One journal. Come on now. And your other journal and your Beast Mode book. Can't wait to dive in. That's it, Josh. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Y'all go to my, my website on my shop page. And get your 90-day Divine Ones journal, baby. Glory be to God. And we got our new one coming. We got our new one coming, baby. That 21-day mindset makeover from scarcity to abundance. This is day one. This is what day one looked like. You doing the work. You going within, changing your mindset. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. God is doing a new thing, baby. He doing a new thing with the divine ones. That's it, Tyresha. This is day one for me. Get the knowledge. But this is something that I found out about God, about the kingdom of heaven and this walk with Christ. This is the only race. I ain't seen a nail nother, baby. It ain't a nail nother. <laughs> this is the only race that you can take your time. Ain't God good, baby. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say, ain't God good. This is the only race that you can take your time and still win. This is the only race that speed does not matter. Ooh, this is the only race that you can slow down and take your time and grow and develop and evolve and become. And you still arrive on schedule.
<laughs> you still arrive on time. That's what I hear God say, baby. That's it, Vanessa. Ain't God good. You tell me another race that you can take baby steps, that you can move slow and serve and still get there on time, still arrive right on time. Come on now, because this race is not given to the fastest one. This race is not given to the swiftest, the fastest, the one that's making the most moves, the one that got the most connections, the one that know the most information, the one that got the most degrees, the one that got the best looks, the one that can get here and get there quick. It ain't about that. Not over here in the kingdom. This race is about endurance. Somebody put that in the comments, baby. Say endurance. Glory be to God. This race is about endurance. This race is about becoming. And whatever that looked like for you, whatever that process looks like for you, you got to work out your own soul salvation. Because the Lord knows the way that he takes you, baby. And when you come out, somebody say, I'm coming out on the other side. Oh, put that in the comments, baby. Say, I'm coming out on the other side. When you come out, you will come out as pure gold, as pure gold. I just heard the Holy Spirit speak this to me. He said, preach my word. He said, teach my word. He said, preach it and teach it in season and out of season. He said, preach it when they want to hear it. He said, preach it when they don't want to hear it. He said, people going to drop in, they're going to drop out. They're going to come in, they're going to come, they're going to leave out. But he said, you be constant, be constant in my word and teach my word. That's for God's messengers, baby. God is speaking that to his messengers in this season. He said, whatever you got going on, whatever is going on in the world, he said, don't that call, don't let that cause you to waver in your calling. He said, preach my word. Glory be to God. In season, out of season. Whether it's viral or whether it's not, God said, preach my word. Don't waver. Don't waver. Don't fall for the for the trends and for the and for the hot topics and for the name dropping and all of that stuff. But this is what the Lord is speaking to his influencers in this season. He said, preach my word. He said, the people need to hear my word. It's the only thing that's constant. His word is the only thing that's stable. His word is the only thing that has a strong foundation. His kingdom is the only kingdom that will last. Every other kingdom will fall. Glory be to God. Every other nation will fall, but only the kingdom of heaven. Only the kingdom of heaven will stand. And as long as you rooted in his kingdom, the Lord says, you're going to make it. Somebody put this in the comments. Say, I will make it. Oh, you're going to make it through the storm, baby. Even though the storms may be great in your life right now, I hear the Lord say that you will make it. You will not perish. He says the waters will not overtake you, but you will make it. Upon this rock, he said. I will build my church. Come on now. And he said, the gates of hell will fight against it, but they will not prevail. Ooh, glory be to God. I see why the Holy Spirit told me to stand up, baby, because I might break out in a shout. He said, the gates of hell will fight 
Some of y'all wondering why you going through what you going through. Come on now. That's because the kingdom of hell is fighting against what God has placed on the inside of you. He didn't tell you that they wasn't going to fight. He didn't tell you that the weapons wasn't going to form. Come on now. That's it, Gwendolyn. No weapon form against me shall prosper. Glory be to God. He didn't tell us that this was going to be an easy walk, that we were going to make it into the kingdom scot-free. Bible say many are the afflictions, many are the afflictions of the righteous baby, but God will deliver you out of every one of them. I hear him saying today that all you got to do is root yourself in my word. And he said, though the storms may blow in your life, he says that you will not be moved. I want y'all to write that in your journal. I want you to put it in the comments. Say, I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved. When you in God, baby, it ain't a storm coming that can move you. It ain't a storm that show up. It ain't a problem that show up that can move you because you are rooted in his word. You are rooted in his principles. That's it, baby. Say, I will make it and I shall not be moved. Glory be to God. When I was in my, uh, I can't remember if I was in the bathroom or the closet. I think I was in the closet. I was in the closet this morning. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, poor in spirit, poor in spirit, poor in spirit. I want y'all to write that down. Put that in your journal. Poor in spirit. To be poor in spirit. Poor in spirit. Holy Spirit kept speaking that to me. It's like he was just whispering it in my ear in the spirit. He said, be poor in spirit. Be poor in spirit. Then he said, I want you to teach my people. I want you to show my people what it means to be poor in spirit. Because this is a scripture that used to get by me when I was a little girl. Because growing up in church and growing up in the scriptures and stuff, I know them scriptures. I read them scriptures. I can't tell y'all how many vacation Bible schools and Bible studies and <laughs> Sunday schools and all kind of schools, baby. I was in growing up in church all them years and I used to read these scriptures. But as I became a woman, come on now, just as the word of God says that when I was a child, I thought as a child, I responded as a child, I behaved as a child. But when I became a woman, come on now, when I became a man, I put away childish things. And as I became mature in the spirit, the Lord took me back to the same scriptures that I used to read, the same scriptures that I used to quote, the same scriptures that used to be in my little speeches and stuff we got to say it in church. <laughs> but the difference now is I have experience. <laughs> I have experience. Somebody put that in the comments, baby, say I have some experience with God. If you have been through some things that you know only God brought you through this, that except the Lord Jesus Christ was with you, you would have died. You wouldn't have made it. You would have went under. If you ain't ashamed to say it, okay, put it in the comments, baby. Put it in the comments because he said, if you be ashamed to own me before men, before this wicked generation, he said, I will be ashamed to own you in front of my father. He said, I will tell you, I never knew you. I don't know you who you is, <laughs> where you came from. Uh-uh, because when you was in the world, you disowned me. You got in front of people and you act like you didn't even know me. You act like you didn't even serve me. Come on now. 
God is looking for some people that are willing to be poor in spirit. Now, when I used to hear this, I used to thought this meant, I don't, don't want to be that. Uh-uh. That's weak. That's, uh-uh. I ain't, I'm, I ain't weak. I ain't finna be weak. I ain't finna be weak. I ain't finna be, uh-uh. They always want somebody to humble themselves. They always want somebody to, uh-uh. I ain't finna be weak. Poor in spirit. Uh-uh. I ain't trying to be poor, baby. I'm trying to get to the bag. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the bag, baby. I'm trying to come up. I'm trying to survive. I don't know what these folks talking about. But through revelation of the Holy Spirit, through revelation with God, God revealed to me. He said to be poor in spirit. He said it is an honor. Come on now. It is an honor in the kingdom of heaven. It is an honor to be poor in spirit. I want y'all to get that word, baby. Get that word. I want you to go to this scripture. I want you to go to this scripture. I want you to go to Matthew 5. Matthew 5. 1 through 3. I'm going to read 1 through 3. Matthew 5. 1 through 3. Sunday message. Sunday word for the divine ones, baby. I'm going to do y'all like how my pastor used to tell us. I'm going to do a spiritual drive-by. I'm going to jump out, shoot it on y'all real quick, and pull off. <laughs> I'm a pull off, baby. My pastors tell us that all the time. Spiritual drive-by. Matthew 5, 1 through 3. It says, and seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. It's talking about Jesus. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Glory be to God. Jesus knew that except God's people be taught, except they be shown the way, except they be taught the way, Except they be taught, this is how you should act when this happens. This is how you should respond when this happens. He knew except I teach them, except they have a teacher, they cannot hear and they won't know. Come on now. How many of y'all have ever stopped to think, and God been getting on to me about this. How many of y'all have ever stopped to think that the reason why this person may act like this or behave like this, or respond like this, is because they don't know no better. They don't know no better. They ain't never been taught nothing different. They ain't never been shown nothing different. So God was speaking to me, and he said, before you condemn them, and before you push them off, and before you write them off, and before you say, oh, they know they ought to know better than that, showing up in here dressed like that, and showing up in here acting like that. He said, you ought to walk out this walk just as Christ Jesus did. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. We are his disciples, and he showed us how to walk this walk. He showed us, don't condemn them. Don't judge them. Don't talk about them. But stop to think, could it be that they don't even, they don't know the way? 
Nobody ever told it to them. Or maybe somebody said it to them, but they said it in a judgmental way. They said it in a nasty, evil way. Let me tell y'all something that I done figured out serving God people. You can say anything to God's people, but it's how you say it. It's how you say it. And it's the love behind your voice. It's the compassion behind your voice. It ain't what you say. It's how you say it. Come on now. Somebody put that in their journal. Write that down. It ain't what I say, but it's how I say it. I have ministered and I have spoke to people. I have coached people. I have worked with people in groups. I have worked with people one-on-one. -on -one. I have worked with people from all over the world. And that's something that I have seen. That is not what I say, but it's how I say it. It's how I say it. Even down to when you got to rebuke somebody. Even down to when somebody is out of line or they being dis distracted to the word or you got to get on to somebody or you got to rebuke somebody or you got to get somebody in line. It ain't what you say is how you say it. Come on now. When you say it in love, a lot of times I be getting on to y'all. Y'all don't even know I be getting on to y'all. <laughs> you don't even know I be getting on to y'all. It just seemed like the auntie and me done came out. A lot of y'all don't even know you started calling me auntie. You don't even know why you started calling me auntie. It just felt natural. It just felt natural to do it. It's the love. It's the love. Come on now. And when you know somebody love you, they can have a real conversation with you because you know this is coming from a place of love. This is coming because this person loved me and they want to see me do better. They want to see me be better. And that's the energy. That's the spirit that Jesus taught with. That's the way he taught the people. So the people were able to receive it because they felt the love of God. Come on now. They felt the love of God. A lot of times it ain't that people are, are just being hard-headed or being rebellious, but could it be that they don't feel the love of God from you? They don't feel the love of God from this place. They don't feel the love of God from their mama or from their daddy. And when, when you come at people from your own humanly, fleshly ways of thinking and doing things, you cannot minister. You cannot teach. Listen, I don't even I don't care if it's a mathematics class in high school, in elementary school. I don't care what you teaching. To all my teachers, y'all know I'm telling y'all the truth. To those of you that got kids, you done been up and through the school system, you know. It don't matter what that, te that teacher is teaching on. It don't even matter what the subject is. Don't matter how hard it is, how boring it is, how difficult it is. It's all about that teacher. It's all about that teacher. That teacher can have, can, that child can have a wonderful experience just because of that teacher. That teacher can ignite something on the inside of that child because it ain't what you say. It ain't what you teach it, but it's how you do it. It's the love. So like it says in the word, and he opened his mouth and he taught them. You got to have compassion on God's people. You can't see people and then automatically put them in a box. But when you serve God's people, you have to pray and you have to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to give you his eyes. Lord, give me the eyes of the spirit. So I can see your people the way you see your people. So when this young lady come to me, I don't see this. I don't see this little skirt she got on. 
and say, oh, she know better than that. She knows she shouldn't have came up in him like that. And she knows she don't need, she don't, she shouldn't have came up in him being all like this, all her, like the grown, like the old folks say, all her tail like, <laughs> all her tail like, all that cleavage like, all that. Now she know better than that. But have we ever stopped to think, did anybody teach her? Did anybody show her? Did anybody pull her to the side? Did anybody pull him to the side and teach him the way, show him the proper way to wear his pants on his waist? And this is how you, did he ever have a father figure? Did he ever have a positive influence in his life to show him love and show him how to carry himself with honor and self-respect as a man? Did he, did he ever have that? Let me teach him. Let me teach him. Let me show him. Let me show her. Let me teach her. Let me show her. And let me do it in love. Let me do it in love. Let me do it as an auntie. Come on now. As an auntie, as an uncle in the spirit. Let me do it in love. Because love will cover a multitude of sin. And remember, we must do this because to the measure that we do this, it shall be measured unto us. Come on now, you ain't got to do it. But what I'm telling you is, if you don't do it, then don't look for it from Jesus Christ. Don't look for it from God because from the measure that you give to them, from the grace that you give to them, from the forgiveness that you give to them, it shall be measured unto you. It shall be given unto you. Some of y'all wonder how some of these folk got by, how they got by, how they made it out of that, how she made it out of that. You don't know what they done forgiven in secret, what they done let pass in secret. Who they have given grace to in secret. Oh, glory be to God. The Holy Spirit, let me tell y'all something. This ain't the popular message, but this was going to cause you to ascend. We're going to another level today. I feel that thing. The divine one's going to another level. This ain't no spiritual hoo-hoo, foo-foo stuff. This the stuff that's going to cause you to grow, baby. This the stuff that's going to cause you to hear your heavenly father say, servant, well done. You've been faithful over the few. And now I shall make you ruler over many. Come on in, come on in, baby. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but that's what I'm living for. I want to hear my heavenly father say, come on in, come on in, baby. Glory be to God. Come on in, come on in. You did your job, baby. You fought a good fight. You kept the faith. Come on in, come on in. Glory be to God. Listen, listen, let me, let me get into my word. Let me get into my word. <laughs> to be poor in spirit. Why did Jesus say that? Why did he say that? He opened his mouth and he taught them saying, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Why did he say that? I just heard the Holy Spirit say to put that, to put that scripture on the screen. Y'all hang on one sec. I got to be obedient. Got to be obedient. Matthew 5 and 3. He said, everybody, 
every eyes, every piece of eyeballs that come on this video, he said they need to see it. They need to see it on a screen. Capitalize it, capitalize it, baby. Y'all hang on one second. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Glory be to God. The poor in spirit. Poor in spirit. I want y'all to put it in the comments again. Poor in spirit, poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Is the kingdom of heaven. Why did Jesus say that? Why did he say that? He was teaching now. He was in teacher mode. He was in teacher mode. And, and look at Matthew 5 and 1. And seeing the multitudes, there was a multitude of people. A multitude of people. You know what that would be equivalent to today? <laughs> Jesus went viral. <laughs> he was viral, baby. He had done reached viral. And like, and like my pastor used to say, my pastor used to say, he had reached rock star status. Okay. He was rock star status, baby. You find the biggest arena coliseum known to man. And it was packed. It was standing room only, the multitudes. Matthew 5 and 1, it say that. And seeing the multitudes, Jesus looked out upon the multitude of people. He saw all of these people, all of God's people. And he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and he taught them. Now, you know, Jesus had to know. Listen, you got to know that you know that you know who you are. Do you understand me? Because what I, when I'm reading that, I'm hearing the confidence of the Holy Spirit. This man had to walk with such a confidence to see that many people, to see multitudes and multitudes of people. And he was cool. He was calm. And he was collected, baby. He was sure of himself. He knew who he was. Oh, glory be to God. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are in God? Not Now, when I say, do you know who you are? Don't tell me your name. Somebody say, do you know who you are? And I say, yeah, I'm Latoya O'Keele. Uh-uh, that ain't me. That ain't who I am. Do I know who I am in spirit? Do I know who I am in the kingdom of heaven? Do I know my spiritual identity in Christ? Somebody put that in the comments. Say, do you know who you are? You must spend time with the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only one that can reveal to you who you truly are. Y'all put that in the comments, baby. Say, do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Glory be to God. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, 
Jesus was cool. He was calm. And he was in teach mode. <laughs> he was in teach mode because he knew if I don't teach these people, they're going to be lost. They're going to be lost. If I don't teach them, they won't know the way. So I got to show them the way. And you are to carry this same heart posture. You are to carry this same spirit when you look upon the multitudes. When you look out into the world and you look at all of these people, you got to say, I have to show them the way through the light, through the Christ that's in me. I might be the only Jesus that they see. I might be the only Christ that they meet. So everywhere I go, I have to shine my light. I have to walk with the confidence of the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. So why did he say that in Matthew 5 and 3? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Why did he say that? What does that mean to be poor in spirit? Listen, it's what God spoke to me this morning. He said to be poor in spirit means that you can admit. Can you admit? Can you confess that I am nothing? I am nothing without God. Ooh, come on now. Come on now. With all your degrees. Ooh, cause let me tell you something about God. I learned. I came to God trying to come to God with my nose in the air. Trying to come to God with my shoulders bike. Trying to come to God. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Listen, it's a time and it's a place for everything. And when you, there are certain rooms that you step in that you got to walk with the confidence. You got to hold your head up and you got to know that I belong here. And I'm going to strut like I know that. But when you come before the king, come on now. When you come before the king, baby, you got to humble yourself. You got to humble yourself. You have to become nothing. You have to empty yourself. This is what it means to be poor in spirit. Come on now. See, the enemy... Everything that God does and everything that God has, has created and, and everything that God desires to have with us. He'll come the devil with his ugly, broke down self. And he come trying to pervert everything that God done created with his children. He try to come and pervert it. So he come trying to make you think that this means you got to be broke, busted and disgusted. You can't serve God and you got all this and all that. God ain't going to love you. You got to you got to have nothing. You got to be nothing. You got to walk in the room with your head down. Don't make eye contact. Don't look at nobody. Taking it all the way back to that slave mentality. Be seen and not heard. Just be in the room. Just be there in case somebody needs you. But don't open your mouth. Don't say nothing. He took what Jesus said and he perverted it. He perverted it. So they, what did they teach us? They come trying to teach us, come trying to tell us that if you, if you be poor, you'll make it into heaven. If you be poor and you don't have nothing and you drive an old clunker and you walk around like Miss Seeley, everything going to be all right after a while and you will make it into heaven later. See how the enemy take God's stuff. And he perverted for his own personal gain. He twisted for his own benefit and to advance his own kingdom. But Jesus said it's time. It's, it's, this is, it's time to get the truth. It's time to understand the truth about who you are. 
being poor in spirit, it ain't got nothing to do with these folks or how you act towards them. This is a heart posture towards God. This is towards God. This is towards the Lord Jesus Christ. You are poor in spirit. Come on now. To be poor in spirit means that I can admit and I can confess that I am nothing without Jesus Christ. Come on now. And it's not to say that I can't say that to another person. I can tell the world that. I can stand on top of a mountain and tell the world that. But I ain't telling the world that for the world to use that against me or to use that for their benefit. I'm saying this to God. Now, it may be an audience. It may be somebody around to hear me when I say it. Y'all understand what I'm saying? But I'm saying it unto God. That don't, I'm not saying it to a human being to let a human being know that they can run all over me, that I'm a doormat, that they can treat me however they want to treat me. Y'all get what I'm saying? This is a heart posture towards God. So to be poor in spirit means that I can admit and I can confess that I am nothing without the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a honest confession that we are sinful. Can you honestly confess to God? I don't have it all put together. <laughs> Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a hot mess. Can you confess that to God? I'm a hot mess. You just started a business. Can you confess this to God? Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know my left from my right. I don't know what this stuff means. Or is it that we done had to try to put on a show for everybody else like we didn't had everything figured out because we care about what other people going to say about us. So we didn't carry that mentality for so long. Could it be that we come to God with that same mentality? We come into God's house with that same mentality. We come before God with the same mentality because we didn't have to fake it till we make it out there. We didn't have to put on a show for people out there. We come to God with the same mentality. And we think we being real with God. We think we being honest with God, but we giving God the same thing we gave everybody else. Another face. God don't want another face. He wants you to be poor in spirit. He wants you to admit. He wants you to confess that you are nothing and that except the Lord Jesus Christ speaks a word over your life. You won't make it. You won't make it. That in him, can you admit to God that in him you have your being, that in him you can breathe because he lives, you live. That's what it means to be poor in spirit. It means to sit all of your accomplishments to the side. Put it, put it to the side. God said there is no place for it in here. He said, I am the one that gave you the ability to go get your degree. I am the one that gives you the ability to get up and work on your job. And to I'm the one that gives you the ideals, the creativity to fuel your business. He said, don't bring that stuff to me. I don't care about that. I want you to be poor in spirit. Poor in spirit, can you admit, can you confess that you are sinful, that you are a hot mess, that you do not have it all put together? You raising these children, can you admit to God, Lord, I don't know what to do with this boy. 
Lord, I don't know what to do with this God. I done tried everything, Lord. I'm, I don't know what to do. If you don't come in and help me, Lord, I'm going to fail. If you don't come in and save this child, Lord, I don't know what's going to happen to him. I don't know what's going to happen to her. Lord, I, I need you to help me in my marriage. Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. Lord, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to make a way. I don't know how I'm going to provide. Men of God, come on now. I don't know how I'm going to provide. I don't know how. I don't have it figured out. I don't have the answers. I don't know. But Lord, if you help me, I know that I can make it. But without your help, I'm nothing. Without your guidance, I'm going to end up in a ditch. I'm going to end up dead. I'm going to end up in jail. I'm Lord, if you don't help me, I am nothing without you. This is what it means to be poor in spirit. To not think more highly of yourself than you ought to. Come on now. Come on now. To be poor in spirit. Let me find that other scripture that I had. Y'all hang on one second. To be poor in spirit. Glory be to God. This is this is a this is a process and this is a heart posture that you have to voluntarily walk into. This is not something that God will knock you upside your head and make you act like this and make you become like this. This is something. This is why God considers it to be an honor. Remember, I just told y'all a few minutes ago that this is an honor. This is an honorary position in the kingdom of heaven. And one of the reasons why it's so honorable to be in this position, to be poor in spirit, is because you have to use your free will to volunteer to do this. God will not make you do this. Now, it takes a special person to be confident, to be anointed, to be gifted, to be educated, to be established, but to go to God and humble themselves. Come on now. Go to God and say, Lord, I'm nothing. Lord, I'm nothing. God, help me, please, Jesus. I need you, Lord. God, if you don't step in, I'm going to lose my mind. God, I need you. I, I need you to help me. I need you to help me take my next step. I need you to help me get up out this bed in the morning. Lord, I'm nothing without you. God, I'm going to go crazy if you don't come in and you don't help me. Lord Jesus, help me. But then when you see this person, baby, they are professors such and such. And they are creators such and such. And they got all these subscribers and they got all these followers and they and they running all these businesses and they got all these properties and stuff. But behind closed doors. This powerful man, this big man, this muscular man, this established man. He's on his face. He's on his face. He's crying unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on now. This established woman, this boss lady. Behind closed doors, she on her face. She's crying out to the Lord Jesus. Lord, please help me. I don't know what I'm doing. Now to the world, it looked like she got it all figured out, but she on her face. Lord, help me. I don't know what I'm doing. God, if you don't help me, I'm going to go under. I need you, Jesus. Walk with me today. Bless my path, Lord. I need you, God, to guide me, lead me, order my steps, Lord. This is what it means to be poor in spirit. 
Come on now. And like I said, this person may be very well established. Lisa Booker, welcome to the membership. This person may be, according to the world standards, they are very well established. But they make themselves nothing. Come on now. First Corinthians 9 and 19. Apostle Paul says, for though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself a servant unto all. This is a humility role. This is a humility role. Come on now. Though I may be educated, though I may be established, though I may be successful, I humble myself before the Lord Jesus Christ. I humble myself before his people. Come on now. I humble myself. One of the things I remember I heard uh, Bishop R.C. Blake say, he's he's somebody that I follow, and I love his, his queenology, the whole queenology movement. And one of the things I heard Bishop R.C. Blake say, it always stuck with me. He said a queen, he was talking about the nature of a queen and how a woman is when she wakes up to her queen consciousness. And he, he, in one of the examples he gave, he said a queen will pull up in a Rolls Royce. <laughs> she might have on all the finest of linens, baby. She might have on her, her Gucci and her Dior and everything, pull up in a Rolls Royce. But she'll get out of that car and, she, and she'll go sit down on the curve, on the ground, next to a homeless person and she'll pray for that homeless person come on now she ain't too clean to hug that homeless person she ain't too clean to sit down and have a conversation though i am free i'm not a slave i know that i know i'm free see you got to know who you are but then knowing who you are you're willing to be poor in spirit you're willing to be poor in spirit. Remember, this is a voluntary role. This is something that you volunteer to do. So you, ain't nobody getting over on you. See, remember I told y'all the enemy perverted it, but we ain't doing that. Ain't nobody getting over on you. This is something you volunteer. You say I, in, within yourself, I know who I am, baby. I'm good. <laughs> but I make myself nothing. Come on now. And why did Apostle Paul say that he did this? That I might gain the more. And that I might draw more souls to Christ. To be poor in spirit. Humility. That's it, baby. Humility. Listen, and this ain't where this is. This ain't where this end. I'm going to get into the second part of this in a minute. Because this ain't where this stops. You don't just humble yourself and stay there. This ain't where that stops. So y'all stay with me. To be poor in spirit means this is one of the deepest forms of repentance. This is one of the deepest forms of repentance. When you can make yourself nothing, when you can put all of your accomplishments and all of your credentials and all of your degrees and all of your achievements and everything, you can put all that to the side because you understand that except the Lord Jesus Christ bless me, I wouldn't even be able to do that. 
And everything that I have is his. It belongs to him. My children, my house, me, my body, everything I got in my account, everything I got out there in the driveway. It, it ain't mine. It's the king's. This is what it means to be poor in spirit. To acknowledge our desperate need for God. I want you to put this in the comments right now, baby. Say, I need Jesus. I need Jesus. I ain't ashamed to say it. I tell the world. I don't have to, but I tell the world I need Jesus. I need Jesus. Come on now. Because you see the well put together toy. You see the wig and the makeup toy. <laughs> you see the well put together Latoya O'Kill. You see, but you don't see the moments that I fall apart. You don't see the moments that I bleed. You don't see the moments that I cry, that I sweat, that I say, I need you, Jesus. I need you. You don't see the moments right before I come out on that stage when I'm nervous as I don't know what. And I'm, and I'm becoming poor in spirit in that moment. And I'm humbling myself before God. And I'm saying, Lord Jesus, if you don't speak for me, I'll go out there and say nothing. I won't say nothing. I can't say nothing. I can't even open my mouth except you speak for me, except you touch my mouth and you give me the words to say. I won't say nothing. I can't do nothing. I'll just die right here. I can't do nothing. I'm nothing without you, Jesus. Come on now. Poor in spirit. Poor in spirit. I need you, Jesus. Them moments where them children and did something. I done got a phone call. And I say, Lord Jesus, God, I need you. I need you, Lord. When them children go to doing something, you know you ain't raised them to do that. You know you ain't raised them to act like that. Come on now. And you got to say, Lord, I need you, Jesus. God, help me. Help me, Lord, or I'm going to lose my mind. Come on now. They don't see them moments where you got to be poor in spirit. Everybody else, you might have to put it together. You got to put on a face for them. Y'all know how we have to do. We was just falling apart in the bathroom, but we got to put that visine in your eye and get it together. And you got to put on a face. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Got to put on a face. And y'all see what I'm saying? We done got so used to doing that, that we do that with Jesus. We come to God and say, oh, thank you, Lord. I, oh, God, I thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When we ought to be bawling, <laughs> we ought to be on, on our face. We ought to be crying, foaming at the mouth and everything. Say, oh, help me, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I need you. <laughs> whatever you listen, whatever come out, whatever you need to release, you, you trying to hold back. Do y'all do that? Do you find yourself doing that? You don't have to put it in the comments, but do you find yourself doing that? Do you hold back on him? Because you and you're not even realizing why, because we've been so conditioned to do it with the world. Oh, don't don't cry. You know, don't let nobody see you cry. You don't want to show them your weakness. They're going to use your weakness. They're going to uh -uh, don't let them don't air out your dirty laundry. Don't, you know, keep it, mm -mm, keep it together. Keep it tight. Keep it right. And then we go to God and we do the same thing. Try to keep it tight. Try to keep it right. And this is where we supposed to dump it at because he said, cast your cares upon me. For I care for you. Come on now. Poor in spirit. Stop trying to go to God and act like you didn't want to cuss them folks out. You know you want to cuss them folks out. Tell God that. Lord, I, I wanted to cuss him out. 
I wanted to go. Listen, I could have took this, went upside their head. Lord, I saw the whole thing in my head. Now, Lord, help me. Help me to not feel like that. I don't want to feel like that. That's not right. Lord, help me to not feel like that. But Lord, I, listen, with my anointed Holy Ghost feel prophetic self, I wanted to... <laughs> I wanted to hit her. I wanted, I could have laid her out there, baby. I could have clotheslined her. This is the stuff we tell God. What y'all thought he meant when he said, cast your, care, cast your cares upon me, for I care for you. It's all this little crazy stuff you be thinking in your head. Lord, I wanted to push them. I could have pushed them off that balcony. <laughs> Help me, Jesus, because I shouldn't be thinking that. I don't want to think that thought no more. Help me to not think that thought no more, Lord. Deliver me from that. This is what it means to be poor in spirit. Come on now. You honest with God. You, you're humble before God. You don't come to him like you have it all put together and you have it all figured out. You admit that you are sinful, that you are a sinner, that you are nothing, that you are a filthy rag before him, that you are nothing. Poor in spirit. Poor in spirit. A person that is poor in spirit does not exalt himself. Is not proud. Does not exalt himself. Come on now. Do not exalt yourself. But it is through your service to others. It is through your contributions to others, through your gift, through your service. That God will exalt you. That God will set you up. That God will elevate you. But if you try to do that yourself, you will fall. You will fall. You will fall. Glory be to God. So do not exalt yourself. Do not walk around with that proud spirit. Can't nobody tell you nothing. Can't nobody. Listen, baby. I People have a perception of me by what they see online. But to those of you that have met me in person, you know that what you see is not always what you get. <laughs> what you see is not always what you get. I'm going to just say that. I'm going to just say that. And then I want y'all to make it your business to get to one of these events that we finna get ready to drop. Get to one of these VIPs that we about to get ready to drop. Get to one of these groups that we, we about to get ready to start having in person and see it for yourself. You see it for yourself. Because I'm pretty sure that's the way people felt about Jesus. They had heard about this man that could do this and could do that. And then they got to him and then they saw a servant. They saw a man that was humble. Come on now. They saw a man that did not exalt himself, but everything that they brought to him, he said, my father, mm -mm, not me, my father. I come to do the work of him that sent me, my father, my father in my father's house. Y'all ain't noticed that every time they brought something to Jesus, he said, my father, my father, what do you do when people praise you? What do they, what do you do? What do you do? Where do you send them? Do you receive that credit yourself? And it, it go to puffing you up? Come on now. Or do you say, my father, my father, 
my father. I came to do the work of him that sent me. It's my father. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. All glory goes to God. What do you say when they say, you changed my life? You changed my life. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have made it. You, I, you, I, couldn't, I couldn't have done it without you. You're amazing. You're everything. I just want to give you your flowers. Come on now. Now, the proper thing to do is say thank you. Tell them thank you. And then you say, my father. My father, which is in heaven. He is the one that gave me the ability to be there for you. He is the one that opened the doors for me to be able to give this to you. He is the one that changed my life and saved my life. And he brought me out of the darkness. He brought me into the light so that I could be here in this space and time now to minister to you. It was my father. Glory be to God. Come on now. This is what it means to be poor in spirit. You don't exalt yourself. You let God do the exalting. Glory be to God. And y'all listen to this. Even though you may be considered insignificant by others, you see it all as God's will. And you rejoice that you are allowed to share in the sufferings of the Lord Jesus Christ. Y'all have heard me talk about the underdog. The underdog. Somebody put that in the comments. Say the underdog. Ooh. But let me let you in on a little secret about the underdog. The beauty of the underdog is the insider is he is actually not an underdog at all. He is actually not an underdog at all. But he made himself, come on now, to be an underdog. He's actually not an underdog at all. Listen, even though the underdog may be considered to be insignificant by others, other people see you as nothing. Other people see you as, oh, you ain't nobody. That ain't nobody. Come on now. That's just another statistic. They just gonna be like such and such. This is, I'm telling you, they're breaking y'all down, breaking down the poor in spirit. This another angle on it to be poor in spirit. Even though you may be considered insignificant by others, you see it. This is all God's will. Oh, 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 baby. That's why I was born. This is how I broke this thing down. That's why the Lord chose me to be born in this low place. Who else this sound like? Who else this sound like? Come on now, was Jesus born up there with the rich folks? Where did God choose for him to be born? In a low place. In a lowly place. Glory be to God. Now, it's about perspective. It's about mindset because it's all about how you see this. You have to see this as God's will and you have to rejoice. So when I learned this, I said, oh, that's why I was born in a little country town in Southwest Georgia that ain't nobody never heard of down there in the cut, <laughs> down there in the boondocks. That's why I was born down there in the cut, down there in the country, over there in the corner. 
I was born in a low place. Come on now. They look at me and say, she ain't nothing. She just another, they go another black woman with three children, single mother, own assistance. Come on now. A low place. Even though you may be considered insignificant by other people, you got to see it that this is all God's will. This was God's plan. This was the plan from the beginning, baby. Come on, now that's it. Melanie, these things must happen. Do you understand that this was the plan from the beginning? Somebody got to shout when you get this, baby. The enemy thought that he was getting over on you. He thought he was getting over on you because you wasn't born with the silver spoon in your mouth. But he didn't know that this was God's plan from the beginning. God would set you in a low place because he is the one that would exalt you. Oh, glory be to God. Come on now. Somebody say I could shout right now. <laughs> Somebody say I could dance right now, baby. I could shout right now. They thought they was getting over on you because you wasn't born privileged. Because you weren't born with the generational inheritance and the wealth. But God said that that was for purpose. That was for purpose. Even though you may be considered insignificant by other people. He said, you got to see it all as my will. This is God's will. And you have to rejoice, baby. Rejoice that you are allowed to share in the sufferings of Jesus Christ. Let me tell y'all something. We want to be glorified with him, but we don't want to suffer with him. We don't want to suffer with him. We don't like when people talk about us. Oh, we don't like when people lie on us. Who am I talking to? Come on now. We don't like when we get the short end of the stick. We don't like when we being betrayed, when we being rejected. We don't like it when we got to live poor, when we got to live with nothing. But God is teaching you something. He's showing you something. This is all God's will. See, you got to know that when you was in the projects, baby, that you was royalty then. Come on now. When Jesus was born in that manger, in that low place, he was the son of the living God then. Even though it had not yet been revealed to them. See, but that's who he was. He was that then. Beloved, now. Are we the sons of God? Come on now. First John 3 and 2. Beloved, now are we the sons of God? And it does not yet appear what you shall be. Folks sleeping on you, baby, because you at the bottom. They sleeping on you because you ain't got the degree. They sleeping on you because you a single mama with four kids, with five kids. They sleeping on you. Come on now, because you ain't making six figures. They sleeping on you, but they don't know that you are the son of God now. You a millionaire now. You are successful now. Come on now. You ain't got to wait because you understand God. You ain't got to wait till the stuff come to realize that that's who you are. When you are in God, you know that before anything pop off. Glory be to God. So even though you may be even though you may be considered insignificant by other people, you see it all as this is God's will. So you know how God said you got to you got to look at this. You got to say when they lie. When they betray you, when they talk about you, when people just be people and they just do what people do, you count it all joy. 
Somebody put it in the comments. Come on now. Vanessa say I could shout right now. Come on now. Put it in the comments, baby. Say count it all joy because you understand that this is God's plan. This is my cross. I must bear my cross. Come on now. I must bear my cross. I must walk my walk. Must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? Oh, no, baby. There's a cross for everyone and there's a cross for me. When they lie on you, come on now. You just like Jesus with that cross on your back, carrying that cross up to Calvary. Come on now. They spit on him. They talked about him. They say, oh, this is your king. Oh, look at him. Oh, here you go. This the one that performed the miracles. Let's see if he can deliver himself. Oh, this, oh, that's the woman they said was a woman of God. And look at her. Look at what she going through. Her husband done left her. Her husband cheating on her. I'm talking to somebody. Come on now. Oh, that's the man that they said. He always, somebody, he a man of God. And you know he was doing such and such. You know they, you being crucified. They hung him high. Come on now. And they stretched him wide so that all the world might see. When this happened to you, I hear the Lord say, count it all joy, baby. He said, because you are participating with Christ in the sufferings. But you know, just like I know, that wasn't the end of that story. Come on now. That was not the end of that story. Glory be to God. This is all God's will. I know that now more than ever. At the age of 35 years old. And I'm and, and when I and the Lord let me live to see 36, 37, 40, I'm gonna understand more because that's the way we're supposed to live our life, becoming stronger in Christ and learning more and more things being revealed to us. And now I understand that's why from my past, I bless every single person. I love them with everything in me. And I don't have no ill will in my heart towards anybody. I love them because I understand, Toya, this was God's will. This was God's will. You got to bless these people. All they did was come in and play their parts in the story. And just like how it is on the stage, on a play, when they part is over, they exit. Come on now, they exit. And then it's another season, it's another time. And then somebody else come in and other things begin to happen for you. Who was it that said that? I forgot the author's name. I learned it when we was in high school. They said, all the world's a stage. All the world's a stage. Maybe it was Shakespeare, I don't know. It was one of them folks we studied. But he said, all the world's a stage. And that is so true. So you let people come in, play their part. That's what God said they doing. All they did was play their part. But you have to understand who is control. This is God's will. It's God's will. So even though they say you are underdog, you know that. You're not really an underdog. But this was all God's will. And so when you go through these things, you rejoice. Rejoice. It takes a special person to be lied on, to be betrayed, to be talked about by the ones that you love the most, and to say, Lord, forgive them. Come on now, for they know not what they do. Lord, I bless your name. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You still good. 
Come on now. It takes a special person to go to the graveyard and bury their loved one. Touch their hand for the last time and know that they will never touch that hand again on this side. And walk away from that cemetery and say, Lord, I bless you. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I thank you. Your will is perfect. Lord, I thank you. I know that this is your will. I know that this is your will. And even though I don't understand, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I bless your name. I bless your name. Come on now. That take a special person. Because see, when you're doing that, you got to know I'm carrying my cross. Come on now. When I buried my auntie, I'm carrying my cross. I'm, I'm, I'm carrying my cross. When I'm lied on, when I'm talked about, when I'm cussed out, when I'm called a false prophet, when I'm called a scammer and everything else, I'm carrying my cross. I can't stop and try to address people and try to get people together on what they said about me. I got to let God handle that. And I got to carry my cross. I'm Jesus walking up to Calvary. Come on now. This is how you got to think of it. I got to be just like Jesus. I got to be just like Jesus. Must he bear his cross by himself? And then I skate scot-free into heaven. I got to go through some stuff. This is what qualifies me to reign with him. This is what qualifies me to sit at the right hand of God. Come on now. Like the word of God says that he sits at the right hand. Everything he endured for you and me. Come on now. He sits at the right hand and he makes intercessions for me and you. Glory be to God. The father made his name, the name above all names. Glory be to God. And if you desire to reign with him, if you desire to see your savior's face in peace, you got to do the same thing. You got to walk the same walk. You got to carry your cross. Put it on your bike. It get heavy. It get heavy. He fell a couple times. That thing got heavy. But he had to get back up. He had to keep carrying it. That's what you got to do. Every loss you take. Every tear you cry. Every, every lie that is told on you. You carry your cross. This is what it means to be poor in spirit. Carry your cross. It get heavy, baby, but you got to carry it. Come on now. To be poor in spirit means that you trust in God to provide for all your needs. Somebody put this in the comments right now. We finna get ready to go, baby. I ain't been on here in a couple days, so I'm giving y'all the days that I missed. That's why we going over. We doing OT today. We doing overtime today because I don't know when I'm going to be back on. And I, it been a few days since I was up here. So I'm giving y'all everything y'all done missed. Every day, y'all notice how you get like a little 10-minute video from me. You get a little 12-minute video. This the same thing. You just getting them all in one setting. <laughs> you getting them all in one setting. We doing OT for the kingdom today. Time and a half. <laughs> Come on now. Every time I do that, he bless me. Every time I do that, he just, he just, he come through for me on some real big. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Every time you do OT, you get time and a hell. So what you would have normally got, you get that plus some more. That's how God do. That's how he do.
Glory be to God. So do a little OT with Jesus and watch and see how he show up in your life. When that check come, that thing ain't going to be time and a half. <laughs> when that check come, baby, that thing ain't going to be overtime. Y'all know that overtime be looking good. It be looking good on that check. Glory be to God. Put it in the comments, baby. Say, I trust God. You got to trust in God to provide all your needs. All your needs. I say, Lord, I trust you. When I left my job, I had to trust him for everything. I had to trust him for a piece of light bread. <laughs> I had to trust him for if I wanted a piece of bubble gum, I had to trust God that he was going to supply me that piece of bubble gum. If I wanted some water, I had to trust God that he was going to give me that water. That God was going to supply that water for me. I don't know how he going to do it, but Lord, I trust you. You're going to supply that water. And I used to tell God, I said, Lord, I trust you so. I said, I trust you to keep me and my children safe. I said, Lord, there's so many times I went to sleep and my door wasn't even locked. Now, I don't advise nobody to do that. <laughs> but it was just, I just had fell asleep and, and it was just me and the kids and I forgot to get up and check my door and stuff, make sure the door was locked. And it was so many times I went to sleep and now the door was unlocked. Woke up the next day, I'm like, Lord, Jesus, anybody could have came. <laughs> Anybody could have came in and the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And I, I said, Lord, I trust you so that if anybody came to try to do anything, that you would take care of us, that you would take care of us, that they wouldn't even be able to do what they came here to do because the Holy Spirit would convict them. So do y'all know you can walk so with the power of the Holy Spirit that just your presence will convict people, that stuff that people was going to say about you or they were going to come and try to try to be manipulative and try to do stuff to harm you. The Holy Spirit won't even let them do it. Come on now. They can't even do it. Some kind of way they plan fall apart and what they were trying to do, how they were trying to trip you up, they couldn't even do it. And to this day, they can't even explain why. They don't even know what happened. But somebody know it was the power of the Holy Spirit. God didn't let it go down like that, baby, because you his chosen one. You his chosen one. So when the enemy came upon you, come on now, to eat up your flesh, he stumbled and he fell. Glory be to God. He stumbled and he fell. That's it in the culture. They tripped they self up. They fall on their own sword. Glory be to God. That's what God do for the chosen one. I had to trust God just that, just that deep. Because when, let me tell y'all how God do. God will strip everybody else from around you so you don't have no choice but to trust him like that. See, everything that I was depending on, every person I was depending on, God removed them. And it was nobody but me and my children. And I had to trust God to provide for me and my children. I had to trust God to put a roof over our head. I had to trust God to put food in our mouth. I had to trust God to pay our light bill. I had to trust him to keep us safe. He trained me how to trust him. See, we think it's a bad thing when we're being stripped, when everything is being taken away from us. But could it be, baby, that God is trying to train you? He's trying to train you to trust him. Because he no longer mama come through for you. You ain't never going to have to call me. As long as your husband is there and he paying all the bills and everything is all supplied, you ain't never got to call God for nothing. You well kept. But when that husband gets sick, come on now, and he can't work, somebody got to get on them knees. 
Somebody got to pray. Somebody got to trust God. So could it be that God is training you to trust him? Trust in God, baby. This is what it means to be poor in spirit. You could be a millionaire. Do y'all hear what I'm telling you? You could be a millionaire, but you trust God to pay your bills. You trust God because you know out of all your investments and out of all your stocks and out of all your properties and out of all your money, it could be gone just like that. This is what poor in spirit say. Poor in spirit say, don't none of that stuff belong to me. This is God's stuff. God is the king and everything in the kingdom belongs to the king. This ain't my stuff. He just trusted me to manage it, but it don't belong to me. Poor in spirit say, I got to trust on God. I got to trust in God for my daily bread. I get my daily bread from God. God is the one that takes care of me. Yeah, I got a business. Yeah, I got clients. Yeah, people pay me, but God is the one. I go to God. God, God is the one that pay my bills. God is the one that put clothes on my bike. He put the clothes on my bike. I didn't do this. God put these clothes on my body. God put the wig on my head. Come on now. God put these socks on my feet. God did this. I ain't do none of this. This is God. God put that car in my driveway. That's God's. It's what poor in spirit say. To love God more than you love wealth and money and honor and status. Do you love God more? Then you love status, your good name, what people say about you, what people think about you in the world. Do you value what they say over what God says? Come on now. You got to get rid of that mentality. And you got to say, as long as my heavenly father is pleased with me, I'd rather for the whole world to be against me than for God to turn his back on me. As long as I got Jesus. I can make it. Just what poor in spirit say. If I got Jesus, I got everything. Come on now. It don't matter if I got money. It don't matter if I got a man. It don't matter if I got a woman. As long as I got Jesus, I got everything. But if I don't have him, I have nothing. Don't matter how much stuff I got. Don't matter how much money I got. Don't matter how much status I got. If I don't have Jesus, I ain't got nothing. I'm a nobody. That's what poor in spirit means. Now, listen. God says that if you can have that heart posture, if you can take that type of position in your heart and have that type of mentality, let's look at that scripture. It said, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Come on now. Miss Linda says she want to shout right now. Go on and shout, Miss Linda, because he is he is he is worthy of all of the praise. Don't hold back on him. I learned that. Don't hold back. Give it all to him. We could be gone in the next five minutes. And then we're thinking about what we done held back, what we could have gave Jesus that we didn't give him. Give him everything, baby. Let him call you crazy. Forget them folks. Come on now. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So if you can humble yourself, if you, now you know within yourself that you're the chosen one, you know you know you free, but remember we said poor in spirit is a voluntary position. I voluntarily humble myself. I know that without God, 
I am nothing. I have free will, right? You have free will. God has given us this. He gave us the choice to decide. But I take my choice and I choose to be poor in spirit. I sure do. I sure do. That's what I'm going to do with my free will. That's what I'm going to do with my choice. Because, see, you can decide whatever you want to decide. You can say, I don't need God. I did all this by myself. What God? Don't know God exists. That's your choice. You can say that. But I'm telling you, I'm taking my free will. <laughs> Come on now, Gwendolyn, say me too. Somebody put that in the comments, say me too. I'm going to take my free will and my free will choice to decide. And I'm going to choose the Lord Jesus Christ. And I would highly advise you to do the same thing. <laughs> to choose the Lord Jesus Christ and choose to be poor in spirit. Mm -hmm. I'm poor in spirit. I'm nothing without God. I'm nothing. Now you either going to humble yourself or you going to be humble. <laughs> you going to be humble. It's some stuff that's going to come that's going to make you bow down. That's going to make you fall on them knees. But God is telling you that when you volunteer and you have this mindset to be poor in spirit, he said, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. In other words, God is telling you that if you can take this heart posture and be poor in spirit, he says, everything that I have will be given to you. Everything that he has will be given to you. The kingdom of heaven. He says, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is yours. Rulership is yours. Dominion is yours. Power is yours. Authority is yours. But it is only yours to those who are poor in spirit. You can't get what God got for you. And you thinking you the one that done did everything. You the one that done did everything. It was your intellectual. It was your, your expertise. It was your knowledge. It was your strength. Can't nobody tell you nothing. Can't nobody teach you nothing. You lack humility. No humility at all. Straight arrogant. Proud. Boastful. He says, you will not inherit the kingdom of heaven, but blessed are the poor in spirit. He says, you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. Glory be to God. You are set apart. So if you can give it all up, this is what God is saying. If you can give it all up, if you can surrender it all to him, he gives it right back to you. <laughs> That's what he was trying to tell the rich man. Sell all that you have. Give it away to the poor and come follow me. A lot of people lack this. You don't know how to be poor in spirit. You got a gift. You anointed. You powerful. You're smart, you're intelligent, but you lack this spiritual quality. You, you're not poor in spirit, so you cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. God is saying, blessed is the man. 
Blessed is the woman that surrenders everything to me. That humbles themselves before me. He said, because I'm going to give it right back to you. But I want you to have it the kingdom way. I want you to get it in the kingdom. For Jesus to tell you, for Jesus to tell that man, and for Jesus to tell us, sell all that you have. Give, give, he was telling this man, sell all that you have and, and give it to the poor. Give to the poor and come follow me. For him to tell us to don't worry about food. Don't worry about clothes. Don't take no thought for where you're going to stay. Don't worry about none of that stuff. For him to tell us to give this stuff up, to not worry about this, to not worry about that. Wouldn't you think that Jesus has something for us that is far greater than that? That is far greater than anything that you could ever imagine. Anything that you could ever spend the rest of your life chasing behind. He telling you, I got something for you, baby. That's better than that. It's so much better than that. It is your inheritance. It is the kingdom of heaven. And everything that you would ever want, that you would ever desire, God put it all inside of your inheritance. It's the kingdom of heaven. It is the government of God, the rulership of God. In him, we have our being. In him, we have everything. That's why he told you to give it up. That's why he told you not to care about it. Because in him, you have everything. So give it up to God. Give it up to God. Cast your cares to God. All of this stuff, I had to give him my children. I had to get, listen, whatever it is that you love the most, baby, whatever it is that you, you care about the most, that you hold the nearest and dearest to your heart, you must surrender it to God. You got to give him your husband. You got to give him your wife. You got to give him your children. You have to become poor in spirit and you have to surrender all to God. And you have to say, God, I am nothing without you. I am nothing without Jesus. And when you do that, he gives you everything. He gives you everything. All I hear him say, I am your father. And he says, all that I have belongs to you. I share it with you. I give it to you. But you must be poor in spirit. That's what Jesus taught them people. That's what he teaching. That's what he taught all of us. He came to die on the cross. Yes, he did. But there was a life that he lived before he went to that cross. And there were messages that he preached and he taught to the multitudes. He showed us how we ought to live. Come on now. Before he died for us, he first showed us how we ought to live. We can't forget that. We can't forget how he showed us how to live, how he showed us, he showed us how to love. He showed us how to be patient with people. He showed us how to teach people. He showed us what type of posture to have in our heart. He showed us the way. If you're trying to be like anybody, <laughs> it need to be the Lord Jesus. If you got a role model, if you looking to be just like somebody or talk like somebody or be act like somebody, it need to be the Lord Jesus. Poor in spirit. One of the best lessons I ever learned. 
Toy, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. Poor in spirit. I have a conference. I have an event. Yes, I'm confident and I know who I am. Okay. And I'm going to tell y'all something. When you take this hard posture, a lot of people will think that you don't know who you are. <laughs> They'll think that you don't know who you are. But don't get it confused. I know exactly who I am. And I know what I have been called to do. But I make myself lowly. I make myself nothing. Come on now. I humble myself. I don't think more highly of myself than I ought to. I know I'm confident. I know I'm called to this. I know I'm in my lane. Don't get it twisted. Come on now. I know I'm in my lane. And I'm anchored and I'm rooted in God. And I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. But I, if I start thinking, Toya, you got this. Toya, you don't need to study. You gifted. Toya, you don't need, you don't need, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do that. You don't need, uh-uh. You just, you just, just give me the microphone and I'm going to do what I do. Just give me the microphone, baby. It ain't, it ain't no thing to me. It ain't never no thing to me. I'm confident. I know woman. I, I, I came to do what I do. Just give me the microphone. I ain't studied nothing. I ain't read nothing. I'm just gifted. I'm like, I'm like, what a name? David Ruffin. I'm like David Ruffin. I ain't got to come to practice. <laughs> I ain't got to come to practice. I just show up and do me. <laughs> and what happened to David Ruffin? Come on now. It's funny, but y'all, that's a lesson. It's teaching us something. Pride come before a fall. David Ruffin like, oh, I don't need to come to practice, baby. Y'all need to practice. David Ruffin in the, what's their name? <laughs> Come on now. Don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. Be poor in spirit. Poor in spirit. Yes, you say your affirmations. Yes, you be confident. Yes, you know who you are. But in spirit, be poor. Be poor. I don't care how many people would buy a ticket and come see me. And I go out there and teach to them people. Guess what? Before I go out there with y'all, I'm in here in my office. Leading up to that event, I'm studying. I'm reading. I'm investing with mentors and coaches. I'm taking speaking classes. I'm training. I'm praying. I'm, I'm meditating. I'm worshiping. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm saying, Lord, be with me, Jesus. And I'm gifted. I'm a, this is what I'm anointed for. Come on now. In the inside, I'm scared as I don't know what. I'm scared as I'm no, I don't know what, babe. I'm just like that little girl that I'll never forget the first time I stood up in church and I auditioned to be in the choir. I was so nervous. Oh, y'all know how the kids go that they be like that. I was, I was just kicking. I it's like I could still see it. I could still feel it. I had on my little felines, baby. And I was just kicking my foot. My foot was just going side to side, side to side. I was so nervous with that microphone. My palms were sweaty. When every time I speak. Every time I come on stage in my spirit, I'm that little girl all over again. I'm that little girl all over again. And I and I'm, I'm, I immediately go back to being that little girl, poor in spirit. I'm like, Lord, I'm so nervous. Lord, please be with me. Lord, please be with me. And then the Holy Spirit come to me and he say, you were called for this. This is what you were born for. I'm with you. And I get the confidence to do what I need to do. So I know firsthand what this scripture means. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That's true. 
That's true. When you humble yourself, the Holy Spirit comes in and he exalts you. He gives you everything that you need. Let your confidence come from God. It ain't nothing wrong with being confident, but you make sure it comes from God and it's nothing of yourself. Y'all get what I'm saying? Nothing of yourself. Selena and Serenity Life, thank you so much for your seed. I appreciate that. I love y'all so much. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Glory be to God. God, we honor you. We praise you. We thank you today. The divine ones went to another level today, baby. Y'all went to another level today. Poor in spirit. Yours is the kingdom of heaven. It don't get no better than that. It ain't nothing nobody walking this earth can give you that's better than the kingdom of heaven. You understand me? Ain't nothing they can come promise you fast, talking, smooth, talking folks. They can't give you nothing better than the kingdom of heaven. That is the greatest, the greatest gift that you could receive. And Jesus told us, he said, don't be afraid. He said, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom of heaven. Your father is pleased to give you his kingdom. It's his good pleasure. And it should be your good pleasure to receive it. <laughs> receive it. Think about when you give somebody something and they don't want to take it and how that make you feel. It'd be your good pleasure to give it to them. And then they don't take it. They don't receive it. You like, take it. It's yours. <laughs> just take it. I'm, I, I've gotten my pleasure just by giving it to you. That's how it is with the father with the kingdom. He said, just take it, baby. Just receive it. Receive what the father has for you. Don't talk yourself out of it. Receive it. It's his good pleasure to give it to you. Don't let none of these folks out here talk you out of it. <laughs> Christina Adams, thank you so much. I appreciate your seed. Thank you so much. Sha Sin. Thank you, Shah Sin. Thank you so much for your seed. I appreciate you. I appreciate that. Thank y'all so much. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all with everything in me. Linda Littleton, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for your seed. Glory be to God. I'm going to pray over y'all, baby. Let y'all go. Let y'all go. I love y'all so much. And when I say I don't know when I'm going to be back on y'all, it's not that I'm 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 just, you know, not making videos. I'm still going to be making videos. God is just I feel this in my spirit. He calling that he's calling for me to go into another lane. But I always make videos. I always be on here with y'all with the videos, even if it's just once a week. But we we about to kick our in-persons back off, baby. OK, we about to kick our retreats off, our VIP days, our conferences. So y'all going to. Y'all going to have to start getting in the room more. Okay. That's what I mean. Y'all going to have to start getting in the room more. Latoya T, thank you so much for your seed. I appreciate that. Glory to God. Okay. Let's pray. Let's pray. Holy Spirit done showed up and showed out. I've been standing up, but I just, I feel like I'm on a cloud. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a cloud over here, baby. I feel like I'm just floating. <laughs> I'm just floating. Holy Spirit, just, just floating. Glory to God. Okay, let's pray. Father God, we just thank you so much for today. I thank you for each and every one of your divine ones. 
I thank you, God, for this word. I thank you for using me today as a vessel. Father, everything that the Holy Spirit has poured out today on this video, I pray that your people will receive it. I pray that this word falls on good ground today, Lord, and that it brings forth a beautiful harvest in each and every one of your people. I speak life over every divine one, every household that's being represented here right now, Lord. I speak life over that house right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, everybody that's in that house, I speak deliverance over them. I speak a peaceful atmosphere everywhere where there is confusion, Lord. I speak peace in the name of Jesus. Everywhere where there is confusion, I speak clarity in the name of Jesus. God, save every last one of your people, every household that's being represented here, Lord. Save that house, every soul that's in that house, every soul that's in that family that's connected to that bloodline, Lord, save Snatch your people out of the hands of the enemy and save them, Lord, before it is everlasting too late. I pray that you will fill each one of them, Lord, with your precious Holy Spirit, with your precious Holy Spirit, as they seek your kingdom, Lord, and your righteousness. I pray that you will add everything that they desire, everything that they need. I pray that it will be added unto them, just as you said in your word, Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Okay. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I'm going to go get me a little rest, baby, on this Sunday. I want y'all to go get y'all some rest. I want you to go back. I want you to listen to some of the videos. Whatever is befitting for you in this season of your life, trust. I'm sure I got a video about it. <laughs> I got a video about it somewhere here on YouTube, baby. So I want y'all to start going back. Start going back, watching the videos. Um, go to the podcast. Make sure you're following my podcast. It's called Divine Destiny with Latoya. It's on all major podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe to that so you can be, you know, checking in on the podcast too. Uh, our membership, our group coaching membership is open. So I encourage y'all to sign up for that. Sign up for the group coaching membership. If you're looking for a coach, you're looking for some leadership. You're looking for some kingdom teaching. You need to get in this membership. You can cancel it at any time. It's a monthly subscription that you can sign up for. It's $47 a month. And we have group coaching sessions in there. We have monthly success calls. Um, you have access to our master classes. So like the master class that we just had, Overcoming a Scarcity Mindset 2.0, Everybody that was in the membership, they got access to that masterclass automatically. So anytime I drop new masterclasses, if you're in the Academy membership, now this is the YouTube membership, but if you're in the Academy membership, then you will get access to all the masterclasses, okay? And also, um, if you just want to get the replay, if you heard about the Scarcity Mindset 2.0 class and you want to get catch the replay and you didn't get in the class and you're not in the membership, there's a link in the description right now that you can click and sign up and you're going to get the full course along with the replay. And that's at the pre-order price. The price is about to change. So if you didn't catch the 2.0 masterclass for scarcity mindset, go ahead and click that link, baby. So you can catch it while it's still at that $37 price. Okay. That those are seeds as well, y'all. So you can also support the divine ones movement, 
uh, sow into the kingdom of God by purchasing a course. When you do that, that is a seed too, because this is kingdom work. This is kingdom ministry. And every time you buy a course, every time you invest in a course, that helps to advance the kingdom. That gives me what I need so that I can keep producing the messages and keep uh, giving y'all the teachings to help you evolve in a sin. So it's all kingdom work. Every time you buy a course, it's, it's advancing the kingdom. I want y'all to remember that. So I love y'all so much. Uh, what if you paid, but you was unable to attend? Um, Bridget, it's the, I, I included the replay. It's in, it's in the course curriculum. So it was a live teaching that I did on September the 27th, but there's also so many other resources that I put inside of the course. It's in there for you. So I was telling them that when we did the live teaching, that was really just like the gathering spot. That was the gathering spot for us all to come together and basically fellowship and for me to teach live. But all of the resources that you're going to need to be able to really overcome that scarcity mindset is in that course curriculum for you. So if there's a meditation in there that you can download to your personal computer and play it every single day. There's finance worksheets in now to help you have a, a better financial future. There's affirmations in now. There's a, a 21 day devotional, the ebook. So this book right here that I just published, the ebook version is inside the scarcity mindset. So every day there's a different activity. There's a prayer. Um, there's a scripture It's 21 days to help you break the scarcity mindset. So it's a lot of resources that I put inside of that course. That's why before the price go up, I want y'all to snatch it if you didn't. Okay. I love y'all. I love you so much. Okay. Y'all be blessed, baby. Come back and listen to this word. Cause it may be something that you, um, maybe something that you didn't hear that you needed to hear. So come back and listen to the word, baby. You always get something different when you come back and watch it again. Glory be to God. Okay. I love y'all. Y'all know I can stay on here with y'all all day. Y'all get on out of <laughs> Y'all get on out of here now. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. Okay, y'all be blessed. Y'all have a good one. I love you.